the band members of Redlands, meet for a talk with the antidote. Good to have you guys here. Heck yeah. Likewise, man. Yeah, it's good to, good to be on. Okay, this is the fill in the name and fill in the role in the band time. My name's Ben, and I do the vocals in Redlands. I'm Taylor, I'm the guitarist. I'm Chase, and I play the bass. And that's it. That's it. We don't have a drummer right now. We had a drummer. His name was Zach, and he was from Denver here, and he played with us for about a year and a half. Yeah. And he moved to Arizona. Life just took him there, and I don't know. It was just getting hard to work out, so we just decided to split ways and continue on without him with some other drummers we have out here that can fill in for the time till we figure out who else we want to take his place permanently. That was a very smooth political type answer. That was good. (laughs) I'm impressed. Yep. Correct. So who takes priority? Um, It'd be Mr. Ben Lowell right here. Oh no. Does he really? Just because he's the vocalist? Yeah. Lead singer complex. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) I've heard about that. Yeah, it's, it's real. <laughs> do you do all these things behind his back when you're actually on stage? Maybe. He's not supposed to know. <laughs> I try to ignore them, stay in my zone. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they're not screwing up or getting hit with the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just need to watch out for the mic swing. That's all I say. <laughs> well, we got to talk about Redlands and the music. Your band has been described as an American rock band. Emphasis on American. Well, here I am, a Canadian. you got to help me out, because I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a mindset, a style of vibe, or is it just your citizenship? I think it's a little bit of everything. I don't know, mindset, we're kind of a collective of different brains and personalities, and that kind of reflects in our music as well. Like Each song differs from one, one another. I think there's kind of a southern, I don't know, maybe not southern sound, but I know that at least how the band started had kind of a country rock feel. Yeah. So I think that's where the American, Americano, I don't even know how you... Not Americano. Just, just rock and roll, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, if you go back and listen to the Lone Wolf EP stuff, there's definitely some southern influence there vocally country. and guitar-wise. Some of our first bands and projects were metal bands and... Stuff like that. Bunch of screaming and yelling. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're just old and mellowed out. Yeah, now we're old and... Oh, kind of mellowed out, I suppose. What? Not all the time. (laughs) Sorry, we bicker a lot. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I want to hear the punches. I want to hear the fists against flesh. Watch it. That's called metal. (laughs) (laughs) Rock and roll. (laughs) And you've never stuck into one spot. Because Lone Wolf had that touch of country in there. Adventurer, the second EP, was much more pop-oriented. And then, of course, you guys got a new release coming out. Is there anybody out there? It goes in all kinds of directions. Do you like that diversity? Honestly, I think us as musicians, we, we listen to so many different styles of music. And we play what we're feeling at the time and every season of writing we go through we're just feeling something different so we're just kind of still i think trying to find our niche honestly yeah we don't we don't stress ourselves out about like trying to shoot for a certain sound and stick with that and go with that we just try and like taylor said write 
what comes to mind and what comes naturally for us. And if that's a reggae style song or like a 80s sound, we kind of just go with it. I personally like to listen to some albums that sound all the same, but something about an artist that has different songs is intriguing, I suppose. The new EP has got a reggae-styled song. Yeah. Love as hell. Yeah. You talk about that one because you love reggae. I don't know. I think, honestly, this whole record's been a different experience for us because we were very much trying to incorporate everyone's style in a complimentary way. And, you know, like, my background, like, I played in a reggae band for a few years, so I was like, oh, let's do that. We're always, like, jamming reggae grooves and like sound check and stuff so we're like why not let's just throw a section like that in one of these rock songs like that's gonna be weird no one's expecting that so we just went with it i think seemed to work out it's been really fun to play live yeah the look on people's faces when we break into that reggae groove is pretty (laughs) (laughs) you guys had mentioned about doing metal so when are you gonna go full circle and go back into metal yeah, we're we gonna do a, like a screamo screamo album, hardcore or something. Uh, we we prefer the term <laughs> Egyptian death metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drone metal. <laughs> there you go. You know who knows? I don't know how heavy we'll get. It could be a possibility. Who knows? Redlands has had a fair bit of success in the few years that you guys have been around. You've played Warp Tour, South by So What, and some other major festivals. How was it you got recognized so fast? Ooh. I don't feel like it's been fast. I feel like if anyone thinks yeah. that, it's their perception. Because I know that me and Ben, at least, have been grinding at this for years and years and years. And then you've been with Taylor. It's been I don't know, a couple of years now. It doesn't. Yeah, two years now. I think yeah. that that would just be a perception people would get from the internet. But we're definitely, we've been at this a while and just really trying to get it right, you know, over and over, trial and error. But you have to admit that there's a lot of bands that have been out there for 15 years, and they're still basically playing garages. So it's quite a change for you. It's true. It's been surreal. I mean, 11 years ago, I had to beg my mom to go to Warp Tour and talk her into it. Now it's like, I don't know, we just played it and main stage main stage and it's just a cool feeling and it's great exposure and it's honestly the niche i feel like that we need to be playing to how the opportunities come about they just kind of strangely fall in our lap i don't even know how to explain it i don't know if it's necessarily fall in our lap but well we definitely seek them out and just kind of throw ourselves out there and sometimes it comes back you know sometimes it doesn't been good i think it's just that maybe uh the albums and stuff we have coming out and we, we like to just try and stay consistent with releases so maybe that has a, something to do with it we just like to stay relevant i suppose yeah, keeping a keeping our music continually being released which is the reason for bringing out an ep each year pretty much yeah yeah honestly we're just like constantly wanting to be writing music and expanding our sound and just bettering ourselves as musicians as well i know that we definitely want to do more if we can like i'd prefer to be putting two out a year if we can make it happen so we'll see well i think that kind of leads to this um is there anybody out there the album that we're putting out on the 30th chase actually produced that it was all in-house so i think that was like our big test to see if we can you know do things ourselves and cost efficiently is the big yeah. words there <laughs> <laughs> i hear you 
you know, when you go to a producer, you're kind of paying for their input. And we've always used a producer then, but it was just a good next step to make our... Prove to ourselves that we can do it Yeah, ourselves. pretty much just yeah. kind of say, hey, we can do this ourselves. We don't need anyone else like this. And, it, and I think it became a more honest expression, really, at the end of the day of who we are, not us plus this producer, you know? Are you really sure about that, that you're giving me the truth? Or is it just because you really are so cheap and you figure, hey, we're going to use you. <laughs> it was that. We're going to use Chase. We don't want to pay him. We want to save up money for the big new tour bus. Dime. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. It was definitely motivated by finances or lack thereof. <laughs> but you know, when you take on stuff, sometimes you don't know how to do it. We didn't really know what we were doing, but we figured it out and tried over and over till it sounded how we wanted it to. So it only made us better. I want to go way off topic here for a minute because I'm really interested in hearing your thoughts. Why is music so important in our culture? I think it's important because it brings people together. And if you can write a song that, you know, whatever feeling it is, if they can relate to it, that is just a beautiful thing. Like you're creating something that they can vibe and they're getting out of and they can express themselves through. Yeah, I think the goal of writing a song is you don't necessarily want it to have one meaning. Like I think... This is probably the stereotypical answer for a lot of lead singers, but when you ask them, what would you write that song about, you know? What came to mind when you wrote it? And it's like, what does it mean to you? I think that's a huge part of it. And people connecting with the song however they want to connect with it. Ooh, that may drop a couple of questions coming up later on then. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I agree with Ben personally. It's like, there's a few things in this world that unify everyone. You know, and music tends to be something that does unify people, and that's really cool. Okay, so then as a band, what's important for you to try to express musically to your audience? For me personally, Ben speaking here, <laughs> just um, <laughs> any any emotion that I've ever experienced, whether it's being sad or being happy or being drunk or being, you know, whatever it may be in love, just taking those feelings and making a song out of it in some form, just be open with it. And not, it's not, I'm not trying to tell a story about something that really happened in my life. Sure. I might draw from certain experiences, but overall it's just pretty abstract song that has like a, just a feeling to it. Yeah. We definitely want all the instruments, whether it's, you know, the guitar parts or the drums or the vocals or whatever. I think we all want them to convey the emotions that we were feeling when we recorded them. Yeah one ongoing theme for the music of Redlands seems to be centered on love and relationships. Is that the key to the focus of your music? Um, I'd say, yeah. I mean, life is all about relationships and connections. Like yeah, I guess in, in <laughs> or some wait. form or another. I mean, that's life. What's life without relationships? It's True, just kind of sure. this bland connection. I mean, I think whether it's with God or if it's with your friends or your family or a loved one, then it's like, how do you, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think at the end of the day, honestly, (laughs) that's like what matters. There's nothing really much more important than that, in my opinion. Those things? Like material (laughs) things and possessions and the relationships are what really mattered at the end of the day, you know? So now those are important. 
you had on your original EP a song called Lone Wolf. Are you guys still lone wolves? I am no longer a lone wolf anymore. I have a band now and and a female and a female. I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> Benny's first girlfriend in a long no, time. No, I don't know. That song I wrote, jeez. Oh man, it's probably three or four probably years ago. Three now. or four years ago, and I wrote that kind of at a pinnacle in my emotional state and lifestyle and relationships and it just kind of came to me one night sipping a beer and it kind of just came out and it's it really spoke to me i, I kind of just freestyled to the song and it just came out the way it did and yeah it kind of created this whole band honestly and it got us to where we are now and you know i'm sitting here with two of my best friends and i'm no longer a lone wolf <laughs> you have company I've got company. And you have to like your company because you're stuck with them in the van going to the gig. I don't know about and, that. And he's out front, so he has <laughs> he's out in front, so he has no idea what's going on behind him. <laughs> That's gonna make him nervous. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna have my eye on you know. Are you? Well, let's get back to you guys creating music. And I mentioned that you released three EPs in three years. Maybe are the days of just recording full lengths done with? Is that why you guys just prefer the EPs, or do you think you'd ever be interested in doing a full length? I don't think the days of recording full lengths are done. I just think for the, at least from my perspective, the situation we're in, you know, as up and coming artists with a budget, it's best for us to try to put our focus and time into a smaller collective of songs before we really go for that big full length. Um, I think we we want to have yeah. a pretty decent following before we really go after a huge record like that. And I think another thing to add to that is, you know, we might not be ready for that full. We might be ready for the next release to be a full length. But up until this point, I feel like with the following we do have, we're always trying to express to them and show them that we're not just like a pop rock band it forced us within those five song EPs to try and change the style within it to do a bunch of different kind of stylistic stuff and kind of showcase what we can do. Well, let's talk about that showcase because again, we talked about how your new EP is anybody out there is about to come out. But before we get into this, I got to tell you that when I first heard the title, all I could think of was the wall from Pink Floyd. Any relationship there? <laughs> You're not the first to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? I've actually never even listened to Pink Floyd, so you should be shot. I should be. But <laughs> yeah, I take him to the desert. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already been living there. Now, now he needs to come out of the desert. Exactly. No, um, there, there really isn't. At least <laughs> no, from what really I know, when, when we came up with that title, it came from the chorus of the first track that we worked on when we started pre-production and Bouncing initial ideas. initial rough track into the cp that was the first song that we all started like vibing like yeah this is this is good this is the thing yeah. and i think it's simply just because um the line itself is there anybody out there you know everyone i'm sure has felt some sort of feeling like that in their yeah in honest, their life. honestly this record is a lot darker than our past records and it it touches on more hardships i think than good times <laughs> Honestly, it kind of does reflect like all of our lives. Like we've all been through the hardest stuff the last probably year or two. Then 
I think any of us have all gone through, so it's just a reflection of who we are and where we've been in life. It is an interesting thought because it raises two questions. Is anybody listening? And is anybody like me? Have you found any answers? Uh... I think once this album comes out, we might get some of those answers. It's <laughs> hopefully the, I don't know. You gotta ask. You the guys are you not gotta, anything like me. You gotta ask the lyricist here about this one. <laughs> okay, lyricist, you're on the table. I don't know. It's just kind of a, I feel like a cry out to, not necessarily help, but is like you know who's tuning into you, who's listening to you, who's listening to your band, who who's in your life that cares about you and is investing into you. And I think those are questions that everybody raises, like Chase said, at yeah. some point in your life. I mean, I think, honestly, I don't know, at least from what I don't know where you're coming from on it. This is kind of weird. We're talking about this on air, but it's like, I always thought the song was kind of like a, does anyone feel like me? Does anyone relate to me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and then that just goes back to what does the song mean to you? I mean, we yeah. can... We can yeah. sit here and talk about, you know, why we wrote the song and what the meaning was behind it. But I think the ultimate goal to us is for somebody to connect with it, whether that is our, the connection we have with it and our meaning behind it, or it's their own, you know? But it's great when you get a song like that, because then it raises the dialogue with your listeners. Yeah, I actually am really excited. I had a few people that pre-ordered it and got this single that tell me it was really good so i'm excited to see how they connect with this album because it's definitely more raw i don't know it is darker you know it's very real and a lot of our stuff previously is just very like have fun just you know, the adventure good time like, <laughs> it's fine you know like we love a good time like if you hung out with us we're all but there's a darker element to things too so we're only seeing your bright side right now yeah that's true so actually, I'm really excited to see what people how they connect with this. Yeah, the responses so far been good as far as on that single, and hopefully they're digging the rest of it. You know, it's that's the song that we titled the EP after, so we figured we would put that out first and get people, you know, stoked about the new sound. And so far, it's been a good response. You guys have been really, really well behaved here because you said you were going to keep out the cussing. But we're going to talk about a song that does have some cussing. Love is Hell. Interesting song. Yeah, the F word I'm not so keen about. But when I hear that song, it's like you're living that passion of the moment as you're singing the song. That just seems so personal. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to how Ben sings the vocals in that song, I think that that alone can convey the emotion behind it. I think it's a super, I mean, compared to the rest of our music, it's a lot more aggressive, especially in those yeah. intros and choruses. And then just Ben's vocals, they're really raw and there's a lot of grit to them. And I think that was kind of the idea behind the song. There's an anger element behind writing that song. Yeah, definitely a frustration yeah. behind the, the feeling of that one. And it just kind of, came out and uh, it just sounded good and it was a little bit of a questionable thing for myself um, knowing that my parents were going to listen <laughs> to it and whatnot and but I kind of just went with it because it was an honest organic take and we just went with it. Well I'm going to go back to one from your previous album. Lyrics from Adventurer talk about jumping into the unknown and being adventurers and I know I'm taking this a little bit out of context but 
what's going to be the next adventure for Redlands? Uh, drugs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shut up, Chase. Come on, behave. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's kind of the unknown part of it. I think when we all decided that we were going to go into this industry, it's like capitalized by unknowns. We don't know what opportunities we're going to get, you know, what experiences we're going to have. So it's, we don't know the next adventure. We're honestly just taking things as they come. We're on um, it. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> now, <laughs> what we'd like to see, I don't know. What I would like us to be able to do is continue to put out our own music and, you know, yeah, better in records and grow our fan base and play bigger shows and, um, connect with more people we definitely want our music to connect with a large demographic and in any way they can we're not expecting anything for sure we're not we're not trying to end the day trying to get signed or trying to to work with a certain producer need to be cold play like you know we're not like expecting ourselves to reach a certain level i think we just want to do the best we can with what we have, I think that's what we all aspire to do is just be the best us we can be. I think that's where we're going. Yeah. I don't know. More music, more beer. The priorities in life. Yes. Precisely. Okay, we've done all this talking about the music of Redlands. So obviously I need to ask, where do our listeners find it? iTunes, Spotify. Amazon Music. Anywhere you can buy online music. Um, I think it's distributed everywhere. SoundCloud, we have our all our old records up YouTube, on there for free. YouTube, pure volume. <laughs> YouTube as well. Like, My, MySpace. Yeah, heck, um, it might even be on MySpace. <laughs> I don't know if it is. That might no, be I don't questionable, think it's on actually. I think we dropped that. Finally. I might don't have to it. get on that. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring back the MySpace. You space. know, my question, I really want to know if people actually still use MySpace. Is that a real thing? It still is out there, and I still get people saying that they're on MySpace, and you go and look at the page, and there's nothing there. Yeah, I think they seem to delete the whole website. and Shut down the servers. It's over. (laughs) It's done. (laughs) Didn't you say pure volume? Man, how long ago was that? Yeah, that's what. Didn't we get featured on there we like did. fairly recently? Yeah, actually, we got featured what last yeah, year. Yeah, when we were that? when we were releasing Adventure, um, one of the songs off that Top Shelf Liquor got released off of Pure Volume, and we were all stoked on it. And then we realized uh, that's ancient news <laughs> <laughs> because Pure Volume was huge back when. It was until you mentioned that. It's like, man, I haven't thought of Pure Volume in years. So funny because I was like a big goal and dream of mine was like, oh, let's get on the front page, and then we did, and I was like, damn, let's, we're a little late to the, <laughs> a little late to the game the here. The table cool. here, yeah, we missed everything. I don't know. I still struggle with technology anyway. I feel like we all do. <laughs> ben over here has broken multiple cell phones since I've known him. <laughs> the fact I had trouble logging into my Skype account, you know, yeah, that just goes to show. That's like, a problem. I'm not very good at the technology side of things. Yeah, whatever. Okay, here comes our standard question. The most important one on the antidote. The best coffee? Where is it? Ooh. Okay. I got mine for sure. All right, go ahead. All right, so I went to Hawaii with my family back in May, and it was called... Um, crap it was grown like probably 10 miles from where i drank it but 
It was grown in Hana, Maui, and it was like an Arabica blend, and it was the best coffee I've ever had. And then I ordered it at home, and it was 50 bucks for a bag of it. (laughs) I got it as a gift for my dad for Father's Day, and obviously we won't be reordering, but (laughs) what we had, yeah, it's unbelievable. (laughs) I would coffee drinkers too, so. My favorite's one, I don't even know how to say it. It's in Cherry Creek. It's called, how do you say that? Aviano. Aviano. It's like a Russian coffee place down there. It's my favorite, personally. Um, For me, oh man, what was that one I went to? Nova Coffee. Hana Rainforest Arabica. That's well, what remembered it is. It. I just remembered it. All right, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yours is way better. Yours has like a great backing story. Like you had a vacation trip to Maui and ours are just like these spots in Denver. Honestly. <laughs> but great spots nonetheless. Nova Den- is a great place. Nova Coffee's awesome. And Denver's uh, just Nova's pretty bomb. got awesome coffee shops in general. It's hipster central. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's all about the vibe too. You got to have a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. the coffee's only one part of it. The brew's got to be good, but got to have the atmosphere. Yeah, I agree Absolutely. with that. It's been really cool meeting with the guys from Redlands. And best of luck with the new EP, Is There Anybody Out There? Thank you. Yeah, yeah man, thanks, thanks ben. so much. Thank you we're, for having we're us. We're really stoked on the release, for sure. 